you for joining and listening to God's Word with us today. Right now, we are in a series of Like Never Before. We believe that there will be breakthrough and you will experience like never before moments in your life through God's Word. Hope that this sermon will be a blessing to you and your family. So we are in the middle of this series called Like Never Before. Everybody shout out, Like Never Before. Now, if you don't know something about me, for those who know about me, I'm an interactive pastor and interactive preaching is my style. The more and faster you respond, the faster I preach. So if you're all thinking about going and having lunch this afternoon, that's in your hands. Everybody said amen. amen. And those who are in online, you can type it in the chat, preach preacher. Right. Amen. That's great. Usually I give you a sermon title, but this morning... I have three sermon titles. I just don't know which one to pick. That's how powerful it's going to be. I said, talk to me. Yeah? Amen? Yes? There's a restaurant called um, Nando's. It's actually, originally, I think it's a South African or a Portuguese restaurant. Um, and it's in various parts of the world. It's even here in small towns like Chennai and Bangalore. Uh, big cities like Trichy, we don't do these kind of restaurants. Um, it's, you know. Um, we have the biggest restaurant in Trichy called Zomato. So we just, our upper room cafe. <laughs> just kidding. Uh, and, and, and Nando's is famous for their chicken, right? So if you go, anything they serve is all about chicken, burgers, chicken. Everything is chicken there, different kinds of chicken. You're looking at me, Pastor, we are in 21 days of prayer, and the first thing you talk to us is about chicken. Some of you are like, we are in Daniel fasting, and you are, you know, you're doing this to us. Okay, calm down. And, and what happens in Nando's, the special thing about Nando's is that they have three kinds of Nando's special recipe peri-peri sauce, okay? This peri-peri sauce is a special recipe of this particular restaurant. And the reason why it's such a big success, that's right, it's on the screen, is a big success is because of these sauces. And they'll give you three choices. The first choice is, would you like your sauce to be medium? Would you like your chicken to be cooked in medium? Or do you want it hot or do you want it extra, extra hot? So this morning, I'm going to serve you the sermon and I've got three choices for you. Do you want the mild title or do you want the hot title or do you want the extra, extra hot sauce title? That's what I thought. Well, well if, if you want the mild title, the, the, all the mild eaters... You can write this down. Your breakthrough is coming. That's the mild. Nobody want to write that down. Okay. If you want, if you want your hot sauce title, breakthrough like never before. Okay, nobody's writing that down either. If you want your extra, extra hot title for the sermon this morning, your breakthrough has begun. Yeah. In Jesus' name, your breakthrough has begun. 
Your breakthrough has begun. Here's the question that God is asking for you this morning. Do you want your breakthrough? Do you want a breakthrough in your life? Oftentimes when we talk about breakthrough, there are so many things that comes to our mind. So many difficulties that you're going through in life, so many situations that you're going through that you are looking for a breakthrough. And I want us to step into a passage this morning and we're going to spending we're going to be spending a lot of time in this particular passage. John chapter 5 verse 1 to 8. And I believe that God is going to expose some truths to us this morning from this particular passage because our breakthrough has begun. All the King City Leadership College students, you're probably going to sit there and find out what method of preaching I'm going to use this morning. This week I was just teaching at the Leadership College methods of preaching. So keep your glasses on. Right. John chapter 5, verse 1 to 8. After this, there was a feast of the, of the Jews, and Jesus went up to Jerusalem. Now there in Jerusalem, by the sheep gate, a pool, which is called in Hebrew, Bethesda, having five porches. The number five stands for grace in the Bible. I want you to make a mental note of that. Number five stands for grace in the Bible. In these lay a great multitude of sick people, blind, lame, paralyzed, waiting for the moving of the water. Waiting for the moving of the water. I want you to underline moving of the water. If you have a habit of underlining in your Bible or highlighting in your digital Bible, I want you to highlight that part. They were waiting for the moving of what? For the moving of the water. Is everybody still thinking about the chicken? I hope not. Let's get into the verse, okay? Verse 4. For an angel went down at a certain time into the pool and stirred up the water. If you are not using New King James Version, and if you're using any other versions, you will not find verse 4 in your Bible. In NIV, there's verse 3, and then there is verse 5. The reason being, in some translation, it was added as a later document, but in the original version, verse 4 is there. And you will see a little note under verse 3 that says, refer to the footnote. In the footnote, you will see this verse, verse 4 there, okay? For an angel went down at a certain time into the pool and stirred up the water. Then whoever stepped in first... After the stirring of the water was made well of whatever disease he had. Now verse 5. Now a certain man was there who had an infirmity for 38 years. Here is a man. It says certain man. It's not even a name there. A certain man who had an infirmity. For 38 years, a certain man waiting for a breakthrough for how many years? Okay, nobody wants to have lunch today. That's okay with me. Yeah, okay, good. Who wants to have lunch? Okay, good. 38 years. When Jesus saw him lying there and knew that he already had been in the, in the condition a long time, he said to him, 
Do you want to be made well? Do you want to be made well? What a question to ask. What a question to ask. He's been there for 38 years. For 38 years. And Jesus goes to him and asks, Do you want to be made well? In other words, he's asking this question, Do you want your breakthrough? Do you want your breakthrough? To us from the outset of this story, because we read the Bible knowing the truth about Jesus, those people did not meet Jesus the way we are meeting him as we read the Bible. They are seeing him as a common man among themselves. And they know that he's a healer. They know that he's a miracle worker. But they want to see something magnificent happening. The disciples are standing around him. And they're looking at a man who's been uh, you know, disabled for 38 years. And nothing has been happening in his life. And Jesus comes to him and asks him the obvious to him. Do you want your breakthrough? Do you want to be well? Do you want to be well? The interesting thing about this question, and if you go and read the Bible in the original language, in the Greek for the New Testament, is that he does not ask him, do you want to be healed? He does not ask him, do you want me to get you into the pool? He does not ask him, do you want to walk? He just asked him, asked him this question, do you want to be well? Many times when we talk about breakthrough, many times when we talk about healing, many times when we talk about various things about breakthrough, we often say this thing. When, you, when somebody asks a question, what kind of breakthrough you want? I want breakthrough from finances. Okay, great. God can do that. I want breakthrough uh, in my marriage. Okay, great. God can do that. I want a breakthrough with my children. My children are not listening to me. I want them to have a good future. I want them to be obedient. I want a breakthrough in that. Great. God will do that. I want a breakthrough in my future. I want a breakthrough about, you know, for my, for my job. I want a breakthrough from a promotion. But rarely, rarely people say, I want a breakthrough from my selfishness. I want a breakthrough from my jealousy. I want a breakthrough from the sin that is causing me to take a step forward with God. I want a breakthrough from what is holding me down in my relationship with Jesus. Oftentimes we attach the word breakthrough to the external matters and very less to the internal matters of our heart. Whole week we have been praying, asking God for breakthrough for various things. I can pray 24 hours, 24-7 for a breakthrough at King City Church. But if I don't experience a personal breakthrough, even if God is about to do a breakthrough, my eyes will not see it. That's the truth. 
When Jesus looked at this man and he asked him this question, do you want to be well? He's not just asking about his physical infirmity. He's also talking about his soul. He is trying to bring a life transformation because from the moment Jesus speaks a word and the moment he heals him, his life is never going to be the same. Never, ever going to be the same. So the question is, do you want a breakthrough? Now rethink about the breakthrough that you want. Not just the external factors, because when the internal is fixed, the external is taken care by itself. Come on, somebody shout amen. I hope I'm preaching to somebody here. I hope you are receiving the word as it should be received this morning because God has something in store for us. When you receive an internal breakthrough, when you receive something like never before, when you receive a breakthrough in your spirit, when you start seeing things that God wants you to see like never before, everything else comes into order. The question is, do you want that kind of breakthrough? If you do, lift your hands and say, Amen. Verse 7, this is the interesting part. Verse 7, this man says, The sick man answered him, Sir, I have no man to put me into the pool when the water is stirred up. But while I'm coming, another steps down before me. Huh. You know, here is a guy who's been sick for a very long time. And he's absolutely unaware that the man that he's talking to is his healer. And he looks at the great I am, and starts explaining how things work down here on earth. Now listen to me, Jesus. Let me explain to you the reason why I have not received my breakthrough for almost three decades of my life. And the reason is, this is how the system works here on earth. Let me tell you how it works. And there's nobody to carry me into the moving water. There's nobody to take me into the pool of healing. There's nobody to carry me. And that's why I don't have my breakthrough. The title of my sermon this morning, Your Breakthrough Has Already Begun. When? When you quit explaining to Jesus how it works. Jesus, I'm praying for a breakthrough in my finances. I'm praying for symptoms. But, but let me explain to you something about the State Bank of India to you. Let me explain something about the doctor's report to you and I know exactly what it says. Let me explain something right now to you which you just don't understand. 
This is how things work here on earth. Might, be the, might not be the same in heaven, Jesus, but let me tell you, quit your excuses. Quit your excuses. Because you are not waiting for an event to happen because breakthrough is not an event. It's from the person. This man is talking to the breakthrough himself. He is talking to the resurrection himself. He is talking to the healer himself. And Jesus says, I know you Jews, you're not able to get to the pool. And that's why I am here. That's why I'm here. Who has John chapter 5 in your Bible? What happens in John chapter 4? Can somebody quickly tell me what happens in John chapter 4? What happened? What's happening? What, who is Jesus talking to in John chapter 4? He's talking to who? Come, come on. He's talking to who? He's talking to a Samaritan woman. What did he tell the Samaritan woman? That I am the living, that I am the living water. Here is a man waiting by a pool of stagnant water to move when the living water, the well of healing is standing in front of him. Many times we miss our breakthrough is because we are trusting still on a pool when you have the well. We are trusting in limited sources when we have an unlimited God. We are trusting in the limited words of a man when you have the great I am who has spoken a living word into existence. Come on, I am preaching to somebody here this morning and I want to tell you, you might have received a word right now and a limited word and we are going to cancel it in the mighty name of Jesus. They might have set a time for your life, but I speak healing in the name of Jesus. I speak healing to go into that hospital room right now in Jesus name because when the word of the Lord comes there when the well himself comes there when the living water himself comes there what man says it is done God extends it God extends it in Jesus name everybody lift your hands and say I claim it in the name of Jesus I receive it in the name of Jesus Check where you're standing. Because you could stand in front of the Most High God who's ready to give your breakthrough, but your eyes is still on the pool. Your eyes is still on the limited sources. Your eyes is still on the people who gave you promises. But God, they said this to me. They said that, that, that this will happen. They said this, this check will be clear. They said that this all these things in my... It, Whatever they said, it does not matter. What does he say? What does he say? <laughs> we need to quit our excuses. Breakthrough begins where your explanation ends. Breakthrough begins where your explanation ends.
You see, religion cannot give you a breakthrough because it's pool mentality. Whoever gets in first. Grace does not work that way. Grace is a well. You don't have to wait for somebody to come and stir up your healing. You don't need a preacher to come and stir up your healing. You don't need a prophet to come and stir up something in your heart because you have the Holy Spirit. And Paul writes this and he writes this so powerfully and beautifully. The same spirit that resurrected Christ from the dead is now alive in you. So if you have the Holy Spirit that is stirring up in your heart already, what are you waiting for? Take the source from the well. Take the source from the well. Take your eyes from the pool. Because religion cannot give you a breakthrough. But a relationship with the living waters can. Relationship with the living waters can. It's interesting what Jesus said after he explains to him. He just says one line. Verse 8. He says, rise, take up your bed and walk. Thanks for your explanation, buddy. Are you trying to tell the moving water who is there here already that you still need help with your Jewish traditions? When I am above the Jewish tradition, when I am above the law, you are standing in front of grace and you are still keeping your eyes on the law. You're still keeping your eyes on the tradition. You're still keeping your eyes on the religious mindset. You're talking to a God who wants a relationship with you. I'm not going to get... The disciples could have carried him and just put him in the water. He just spoke directly to him and said, Rise up. Take your bed and walk. Rise up, take your bed, and walk. Everybody, when you wake up in the morning, rise up, make your bed, and walk. It's a little bit of discipline there. You see that? Jesus is pretty disciplined. Where does it say in the Bible that we have to make our beds when we get up in the morning? It's right there in John chapter 5, verse 8. Rise up. Take your bed and walk. If you don't make your bed, parents, you send the bed with them to school or to college if they don't make their bed after they rise up. While you're waiting for God to come down for your breakthrough, God is saying, I'm already here, my friend. I'm already here, my son. I'm already here, my daughter. It is now time for you to shift your eyes from the law, to shift your eyes from the tradition, to shift your eyes from religiosity, to shift your mind from the pool to the living waters. When you shift, you will rise up. He has come down, but are you ready to rise up for your breakthrough? Your breakthrough has begun because God has stepped into your life already. Your breakthrough has begun because Jesus died on the cross and he paid 
for all our sins and our healing is already done in the mighty name of Jesus. It says, by his stripes we are healed. We are set free. Whatever that you are praying for. Did you know that something? I'll give you a fact. That you can never pray a new prayer to God. Hello? God will never go, oh, that's a new one. I've never heard that before. There's never a new prayer to God. When you talk to God from your external matters, but when you talk to God from internal matters, when you start praying to God such prayers, when you start praying to God from a heart that is stirred up so much that you're not looking at the pool, but you're looking at the living water and you start praying bold, audacious, relentless, faith-filled prayers, then God goes, ooh. He probably said that when Joshua said, son, stand still. And God said, hey, nobody prayed that before. All right, come on, let's do that, buddies. Angels, get that sorted. That's a new prayer. A prayer filled and driven by faith. That's how we pray like never before. That's why we receive a breakthrough like never before. Our breakthrough has already begun in the mighty name of Jesus. Our healing has already begun in the mighty name of Jesus. Are you ready to rise up? Are you ready to rise up? This morning, God has communion in front of us, and it's a symbolism for us to know because of his breakthrough, because of what he has done on the cross, we are living in freedom this morning. As we are going to take part in the communion right now, we are going to remember that I am living in the breakthrough. I don't need to look down anymore. I just need to rise up. That's why the psalmist beautifully writes, I lift my eyes unto the hills. Where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. He is already stepped into your life. The living waters is already with you. It's already with you. Your breakthrough is here. In 2 Samuel chapter 5, verse 17 to 20, it says, Now when the Philistines heard that they had anointed David king over Israel, all the Philistines went up to search for David. People will come after your anointing, not your position. Write this down. David was not a king already. Hello? What does it say in verse 17? When the Philistines heard that they had anointed David king over Israel, all the Philistines went up to search for David. The moment God anoints you, all hells breaks loose. They'll come searching for you. The enemy comes searching. The enemy went, the Philistines, the enemy went searching for him. All the Philistines went up to search for David and David heard of it and went down to the stronghold. David went to his hiding place. Even though he was anointed over king, he went back a little bit to his old habits of, oh my goodness, what's happening here? Right? He's anointed, but he's going into where? Into his stronghold. It says, not up, down to the stronghold. He went down to the stronghold. We call that, we call that what now? You know, medically we call that what? Depression. 
People go down into their hiding. People go down in their thoughts. People, and they keep going down, down, down so much that they withdraw themselves from many things. And it leads them into depression. It leads them into anxiety. But the word of the Lord is coming to us this morning. The Philistines also went and deployed themselves in the valley of Rephaim. So David inquired of the Lord. Now this is the best habit that David had. Even in his hiding, he prayed. He talked to God. It says, David inquired of the Lord saying, shall I go up? against the Philistines. I'm feeling down. I'm feeling, I'm feeling scared about what's happening. I'm anointed. But God, is it time for me to activate my anointing? Is it time for me to step into this? And maybe some of you are sitting there and wondering, is it time for me to make this move? Have you inquired the Lord? Before you ask any man, before you ask any woman, ask the Lord. Pray. Ask the Lord. Before you ask any pastors, any ministries, ask the Lord. The Lord knows better and he can give you an answer faster. Ask the Lord. Shall I go up against the Philistines? Will you deliver them into my hand? And the Lord said to David, oh, this is good. You see in verse 17, David heard about the enemies and went down to the stronghold. And God is now saying to David in verse 19, he's saying, go up. Go up. Jesus said to this man, rise up, get your bed, and go. And he's saying to David in the Old Testament, go up, for I will doubtlessly deliver the Philistines into your hands. So David went to Balparasim, and David defeated them there. And he said, the Lord has broken through my enemies before me like a breakthrough of. This water element is there everywhere. Water represents the move of God. In Genesis, the Holy Spirit was hovering above the waters. God gave a breakthrough for David in Balbarasim. So he called the place Balbarasim because it's called, it means the place of breakthrough because God broke through it like he broke through the waters. He spoke to the Samaritan well, uh, Samaritan woman by the well, and he said, I am the living waters. He spoke to this man who had infirmity for 37 years, sitting there looking at a stagnant pool of water to move when the move of God himself is already there. Living water. Your breakthrough is that God is at your Balbarasim. You need to also be at your Balbarasim, your place of breakthrough. Wherever you are in life right now, Whatever season that you are going through, I want you to mark this season where you are at right now. Mark this season. Mark this season. It's probably a season of great excitement in your life. It may be a season of great challenge. It may be a season of great doubts. It may be a season of weakness. It may be a season of, of, of complete 
living in the complete darkness and unknown. You don't know where you're going to head it. You don't know how some relationships are going to be restored in your life. You're praying to God. You're asking to God. You're asking God, Lord, what is the next move? Wherever and whatever season that you are in, mark it right now in the name of Jesus. Because that's your spot for breakthrough. Don't look for another spot. Don't look at somebody else's spot and say, hey, you got your breakthrough. Let me come there so that I will get my breakthrough as well. No, you won't. You won't. Stay at your spot because that's where God wants to meet you. Stay at that season because that's where God wants to meet you. Stay right there because that's where God wants to meet you. Your balparasim is right there in your season, whatever you're going through. And you will receive your breakthrough. You will receive your breakthrough. Your breakthrough has begun already in Jesus' name. Internally, allow God to work. Internally, allow the Holy Spirit to move as he moves above the waters. May your heart not be stagnant in something, but allow the Holy Spirit to work. Thank you for listening to our sermon today. Hope it was a blessing for you. And if you would like to support our ministry, you can do so by visiting kingcitychurch.org forward slash give. We will meet you next week with another inspiring sermon. God bless you.